Welcome to Football Talk PM. My name's Mike Meyer, and I'll be here letting you weigh in on anything that's going on out there in the nowhere world right now. Uh, but uh, tonight, I kind of wanted to steer our main topic uh, in one direction. But as always, if uh, you got something you want to uh, you know, talk about, fine and dandy. This is Free For All Friday, and uh, it's what you want to do that matters. So if you want to bring up something local, like maybe uh, how you might be embarrassed about the potholes and lacrosse without everybody coming into town, Man, the traffic out there bites. It took me, I caught, coming off of, uh, coming out of West Salem, uh, coming down to uh, 6, coming down on uh, 16. At the bottom of Nathan Hill, I hit bumper traffic, bumper to bumper traffic, and it stayed that way all the way down, almost to Gillette Street, where I finally turned off. Oh, man, what a mess it is out there. And just think all those people coming in to visit our town gets to experience these wonderful potholes that we have. But if uh, you want to weigh in on that or anything else, uh, the Better Hearing Center talking text line is 608-785-7914. But tonight's main topic that I wanted to uh, touch on, and if uh, nobody else wants to talk about anything, is going to be a crossover from the Plant Doctor Show. And this topic is actually by request. I had a couple of people ask me to cover it. Uh, and I've been toying with the idea, very honestly, I've been toying with the idea of bringing it up uh, here as well. So since I didn't have any time to do any show prep this week, I figured, what the heck, let's go with tried and true. And I think it's a valid topic uh, for this evening because um, many of these stories uh, are, have been in the news as of late. Now, I want you to close your eyes just for one second, and just imagine life with no more pizza, no more spaghetti, no more ketchup, no more potato chips, mashed potatoes, tomatoes on your salad, or even potato salad, or french fries. That would really bite, wouldn't it? Now, take that thought for a second and let, just set it aside. Every deep. Every day we're hearing about scary things on the radio and TV and the papers, and it seems that the news media has put aside true journalism for higher ratings. Uh, I mean, it's been obvious with the politics that they've been playing, but, uh, you know, aside from the politics, they still try to uh, get these crazy, you know, uh, sensationalistic stories. I call them shock stories. Uh, and a lot of times these things will... Uh, refer to something that's got to do with their health or well-being, which makes a lot of sense because everybody has a stake in it and can relate to it. But unfortunately, now that there's been a successful lawsuit against Monsanto in uh, California, we're about to hear a lot more of them. And many of these stories are based on exaggerations, even some of them outright lies. The networks and uh, media and the rush to produce something which will grab our interest, forget to fact-check these uh, stories and hold the uh, authors accountable. So what's left? We hear stories on the news, which either knowingly or unknowingly by the reporters is riddled with inaccuracies and misrepresentations. Many times this is just you know, due to poor vetting of the stories. And unfortunately, sometimes it's also due to somebody's political agenda. And today I wanted to go over some of these stories, and while debunking them, 
uh, also show you ways that you can spot these uh, stretched or fake news stories and be aware that somebody's trying to sell your bridge. Uh, well, we go into that commercial break. I want you to uh, keep thinking about no more tomato sauce or no more french fries. Good grief. I hope there isn't going to be any commercials for McDonald's. Okay, we'll be right back here, 1410 WIZM and Lacrosse Talk PM. Uh, go ahead and give us a call. The number down here at WISM is 608-785-7914, and that is the Better Hearing Talk and Text line, so you can go ahead and shoot us a text on the same line. And again, it's 608-785-7914. And we're back with uh, Lacrosse Talk PM. If uh, you want to weigh in on anything, uh, be it local, uh, national, or uh, the topic I'm bringing up uh, this evening, uh, uh, which we're going to get right back to, uh, go ahead and give us a call. Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608-785-7914. Now, the three biggest stories which directly pertain to the subject parameters of the show uh, would be the dreaded GMOs, uh, that you're always hearing about. You know, you go to the grocery stores and you can see GMO-free this, and you go online and you hear about people freaking out because there's GMOs and they're going to cause all sorts of things and everything else. Roundup uh, slash Monsanto causing cancer, and actually GMOs and uh, the Roundup slash Monsanto are directly related. And uh, lastly, uh, the third one, and this is the one that I've had quite a few requests uh, for me to talk about, is bee decline. Uh, or, as the media likes to put it, the decimation of our pollinators and how the world will stop turning if we don't stop using evil pesticides. But there's many, many others that appear in the news every day, too. And uh, they just don't deal with science. Uh, you know, some deal with politics uh, and many other different facets of our uh, lives. Uh, you know, we've actually covered a few of them on the show. They range from scares about companies uh, or industries moving into an area uh, to whether or not, you know, vaccines are causing ADD and autism or Down syndrome. And even man-made global warming and sea levels rising. You know, although all the reasons and roots of the stories vary, they usually contain a lot of the same techniques, which uh, we can all be on the lookout for. Now, what I want you to do is listen to this story. Uh, this is from the Huffington Post. Okay, Another day, another lawsuit against global seed and chemical giant Monsanto Company. In a complaint filed, Monsanto Company or I'm sorry, in the complaint filed Tuesday in a federal court in Wisconsin, uh, six consumers alleged that the company's top-selling Roundup herbicide had been falsely promoted as uniquely safe when it actually can have, okay, when it can, when it actually can have profound harmful impacts on human gut bacteria critical to good health. The lawsuit which also names Roundup distributor Scott's miracle Grow Company as a defendant, uh, specifically alleges that consumers are being deceived by inaccurate and misleading statements made by Monsanto regarding glyphosate, the active ingredient uh, in Roundup. Plaintiffs include the residents of Wisconsin, Illinois, California, New York, New Jersey, and Florida. Glyphosate 
which Monsanto introduced as an herbicide in 1974 and is widely used in growing food crops, has been promoted for years as a chemical that kills plants by targeting an enzyme that is not found in people or pets. The lawsuit claims that the assertion is false, however, and argues that research shows glyphosate can target an enzyme found in gut bacteria in people and animals, disrupting the immune system, digestion, and even brain function. That story sounds scary, doesn't it? I'd be scared if I read it. And if I was using, uh, you know, Roundup, which I do, you know, we expect and presume facts are to be reported from our uh, news sources, not opinions. There are words which I call useless qualifiers, which are used to make up someone's agenda appear as a fact. So when these qualifiers are used, they make the story appear to be factual, while it's nothing more than somebody's theory or agenda, or sometimes outright fiction. And some of the words that they use sound important and convincing when mixed into the rest of the story. And other words like can, C-A-N, are easily hidden and change the story from fact to fiction. Both, of, uh, both types of words, unfortunately, can take something boring and turn into something that is sensationalized and dire. And these words are nothing but dangerous fillers which uh, turn a real fact into a long stretch of the truth. Now, you know, some of these words and phrases are might be, believed, conceivably, maybe, alleged, credible, feasible, can, possibly, almost certainly, most likely, research shows, they use that one a lot, and uh, presumably it would seem, or my favorite, statistics show or prove. Now, you've got to pay special attention to that one because it usually points right to a, straight to an outright lie. Okay, you're getting the idea? Those are uh, only a few of the words and phrases. There are many, many more. And they're all meant to qualify a story. But when you hear them, you should realize that you're not hearing facts, but you're actually hearing somebody's opinion. Now, I'm going to reread that exact same article. And this is after redacting every sentence that contains one of those useless words. Okay? Another day, another lawsuit against global seed and chemical giant Monsanto Company. Plaintiffs include residents of Wisconsin, Illinois, California, New York, New Jersey, and Florida. Glyphosate, which Monsanto introduced as an herbicide in 1974 and is widely used in growing food crops, has been promoted for years as a chemical that kills plants by targeting an enzyme that is not found in people or pets. The end. Everything else that was in that story was, uh, you know, it was somebody's agenda. It was not factual at all. Sounds completely different, doesn't it? Now, uh, you know, the opinions and personal stances are, they're gone, and so are all the scary parts with them. Are you getting ticked off yet? You should be. Because, you know, uh, once you become aware of uh, these words and phrases, look out for them in news stories, and you'll realize, you know, what you've been led to believe are facts are nothing else than somebody's agenda. And they are using you to be the catalyst in demanding uh, changes. 
Now, I dare anybody to take a, I don't care what newspaper, and take a black Sharpie. And when reading a story, if you uh, see one of these uh, useless qualifiers, go ahead and uh, redact that sentence that that uh, word is used in. Just redact the sentence. And uh, then read the article. And you'll be amazed at the difference that it makes. You know, it's, it's scary. And it doesn't uh, just, you know, stop with uh, Roundup either. And that one's been in the news uh, lately because of uh, the lawsuits and everything out in California. And uh, was $300 billion or some god-awful number like that. And uh, I think uh, California is the only state where you can get cancer from Roundup. And just a little funny uh, side fact on this. I had bought a grill a couple of years ago. And we're putting it together. And uh, on the inside of the cover of the grill, there was actually a sticker that said, this can give you cancer in California. It was a grill for crying out loud. Everything can give you cancer in California. But uh, other states don't happen to feel that way. But since uh, this lawsuit went through in California, and you're seeing it all over social media, there's all sorts of... uh, advertising from all these ambulance chasing lawyers and stuff like that, trying to get their, uh, you know, feed in and, you know, uh, making some of the money off of it. Uh, it's uh, it's just out there. And uh, the other side of this coin, too, and this was actually a political hit against uh, Monsanto. Uh, they stopped funding one of the particular uh, parties, and the parties, uh, it was forecasted that they were going to do something about it, and they did. And uh, within a year after uh, they stopped funding that one party, all these scare stories started to go out against the company. Now, uh, the other uh, side of that is the GMOs, which they also target Monsanto about, because Monsanto uh, does a lot of work with uh, GMOs, with uh, crops. Now, GMO stands for genetically modified organism. And when we go into the grocery store, turn on the TV, all we see are ads for GMO-free things. Now, how companies are getting away with this is beyond my imagination because, you know, 99.99999% of the time, it's an outright lie, at least in my book. GMOs, number one, are not dangerous. It's ridiculous. Uh, Actually, if you think about it for a minute, Mother Nature herself creates GMOs. It's survival of the fittest, or Darwinism, or, you know, it's, you know, evolution. That is a GMO in a long sense. We hear, you know, horror stories about GMOs in the news. Uh, and they're made out to be something that is evil and should be avoided at all costs. The Frankenstein of farming. And it's kind of hard to avoid them, though, because just about anything that's grown or farmed at this point comes from a GMO. Uh, you know, come think of it, we're even GMOs. Over history, uh, our bodies have changed. Uh, genetically modified. You know, changes happen in nature all the time. 
Our body hair has grown thinner. We have grown taller. We walk, walk more upright, at least some of us. And our eye colors have uh, changed. It used to take uh, a long time, generations after generations of subtle changes, uh, to look, you know, what we look like now. But now with the advent of some uh, gene splicing and understanding how the DNA chains uh, work, we can speed up the process. And, you know, the other thing is, I'm sorry, but we humans have been genetically modifying things ever since we stopped hunting and gathering and started farming uh, to live. If we noticed that a plant gave us more produce uh, than the rest, we saved the seeds from that one plant uh, farm with, you know, the next season. Or if we noticed that a certain animal sired bigger and better offspring, we used that animal uh, to enhance our herds of livestock. And vice versa, we did the exact opposite. At the same time, calling out plants and animals which led to inferior offspring or crops. These are GMOs in a basic sense. Other sources are cross-pollination and results from grafting. Today's GMOs are created much faster since we've got, you know, learned how to read DNA strands and achieved the ability to uh, gene splice. But without GMOs, the inside of our pantries and uh, refrigerators would look totally different. And when we get back, uh, I'm going to bring out one of the best examples of uh, GMOs that there is. And many of uh, you baby boomers out there might actually remember this. And that is the banana. Uh, you know, one of America's most favorite fruits. And uh, that has been gen- genetically modified greatly. And we'll come back and talk about that in just a bit. But if you've got a question about or want to talk about this or uh, anything else that's going on out there in the world right now, go ahead and give us a call. Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line is 608-785-7914. And we will be right back. Thor Crafters, a family-run business. We've been around since 1970. That's a a good long time. That's Daryl at Thor Crafters. We continue to be very innovative with what is offered for the home. We take a look at all the new products that are coming out, and we pick the ones that we feel are going to be the best for our customers. And I'm very, very excited because the innovation that's going on in the flooring world is just phenomenal right now. So, yeah, it's exciting. It's a whirlwind. It's sometimes even a little confusing, you know, but we love it. It's exciting to have it in your home. We're still out on the leading edge with our customer service and with quality products that we offer. No matter what you pay for your home, it's your mansion. Get new flooring and a lifetime guarantee on their work from the Flooring Guide at Floor Crafters. I'm Daryl. My family and I own Floor Crafters, and we'd love to be your flooring guys. It's the second annual community picnic and social gathering tomorrow. Vang Council presents the Monk Picnic at Veterans Park in West Salem, Highway 16. Fun music, food goes all day, 10 till 7. Shelter one at the park. Enjoy Hmong ways of dancing, eating, and having fun. Great costumes, great music, and endless Hmong food. It'll be quite an experience and an insight into our Hmong friends and neighbors. Tomorrow, 10 to 7, Veterans Memorial Park, Highway 16, West Salem. As I see it, I'm Scott Robert Shaw. Maybe we need some rules to regulate political advertising in lacrosse. This week, I spotted a pickup truck with a Bernie Sanders bumper sticker, a Bernie Sanders 2020 sticker. It was the first election-related bumper sticker I've seen for next year's election. The same day, I spotted a political bumper sticker promoting John McCain's run for the presidency. 
That was 10 years ago. McCain is no longer living. Maybe time to peel that sticker off. I also saw a yard in our area with a sign reading Trump Pence 2016. Why would anyone still have a yard sign promoting an election that happened two years ago? And their guy won. I'm not sure who they're trying to influence with that sign. And why is it that all Republican candidates use the color red in their political signs and all Democratic candidates have blue signs? I get it. States which vote Republican are considered red states and states which vote Democratic blue states. But there are a lot more colors in the crayon box. Would it be a bad idea to have political signs which are green, even if they're not promoting the Green Party? At least it would be different. It seems when it comes to political signs and stickers, it's never too early or too late, as long as the signs are color-coordinated. I'm Scott Robert Shaw on Wisdom. For WisdomNews.com, brought to you by Midwest Keeping Appliance and Rick Solom, the Division One portion of Day 1 of the WIA State Track and Field Meet. It's about an hour in now. Division two and three wrapped up just a little bit ago with some state champions being crowned. Nobody from the area won any of the finals today, but Aquinas senior Ethan Gregg did take home the silver in the 3,200-meter final, while Onalaska Luther senior David Venucci was right behind him in third place. Aquinas senior Bryce Lee finished fourth in state in the shot put, and one other second-place finish, GET's Dana Fayan took second in the 1,600-meter finals. The championships for all divisions begins at 10.30 a.m. tomorrow from UW Lacrosse's Veterans Memorial Field. It's the end of one mission and the start of another for a local clergyman, Episcopal Canon Patrick Augustine. Bids goodbye to the Christ Episcopal Church in Lacrosse Sunday after serving the congregation for 17 years. Augustine will become an assistant bishop assigned to South Sudan, where he has heard officials testify that some families are short on food because the women are unable to nurse. Milk in the breast have dried up. There is no food. We are eating grass. We are eating leaves. Whatever is available, our children are dying because there is no milk in their breast. Augustine says he will serve as God's beggar in that African nation. Although he will continue to be based on the cross, he'll spend many weeks there in South Sudan. The Iowa Supreme Court says the crude oil pipeline running across Iowa was legally permitted to be built, dashing the hopes of a group of farmers and an environmental group that wanted it shut down. The farmers and the environmental groups here at Club of Iowa claim the Iowa Utilities Board illegally issued a permit for the Dakota Access Pipeline. The majority of the court concluded that the use of eminent domain for the oil pipeline is not unconstitutional, simply because it passes through without taking on or letting off oil. The court says the pipeline permit was lawfully issued. And President Donald Trump is tweeting in support of LGBT people to mark LGBT Pride Month. His tweets come one week after his administration moved to revoke newly won health care discrimination protections for transgender people. That move was the latest in a series of actions by the Trump administration that aimed to reverse gains by LGBTQ Americans in areas including the military, housing, and education. For WisdomNews.com, I'm Rick Solom. Keeping the lacrosse area informed since 1923, this is Wisdom News. News Talk 1410 AM and 92.3 FM. Going home to be greeted by a wagging tail is an awesome feeling. Walking into your job to be greeted by dozens of happy dogs, that makes work a whole lot better. Bring your love for animals to Fun for Pets. Right now, they have openings for animal concierge positions. Even if you don't have experience with dog daycares, 
They'll train the right person. The biggest difference maker is your work ethic, dependability, and positive attitude. Could there be anything better than getting paid to be surrounded by happy dogs? As an animal concierge, you'll primarily be letting out the dogs, feeding them, partaking in that all-important playtime, and, of course, cleaning up those doggy messes. Full and part-time positions available with flexible scheduling for morning, afternoon, and evening shifts, including sleeping with the pups overnight. Apply today at funforpets.com. It's one job you'll love. Fun for Pets, Green Bay Street, La Crosse. We get Kaya Fox from Habitat for Humanity in the La Crosse area. Kaya, can you tell us what's going on for June? Absolutely. So June is Renew Neighborhood Revitalization Month. It's a month where... For four Saturdays in a row, starting June 1st, we're going to have volunteers on site in the Lower Northside and Depot neighborhood and the Logan Northside neighborhood helping homeowners do exterior upgrades for their house to kind of just beautify those entire neighborhoods, one property owner at a time. And so we're going to do things like landscaping, painting, small repairs, um, planting gardens, weeding, putting down mulch, putting in rain barrels. Uh, square foot gardens, we've got so much going on during the month of June for people in those neighborhoods. And because we've got so much going on, we're really looking for volunteers to help us. So if you are sick of being indoors and sick of this weather, I think it's finally turned itself around. We can get outside. You can join your neighbors, meet new people, and do really great things for our community. And so if you go to habitatlacrosse.org, if you go under our events page, you can find our Renew Neighborhood Revitalization page and sign up to volunteer right online for any of the Saturdays in June. Yeah, and you might even learn something, right, when when you're out here helping? Absolutely. I mean, we're going to teach you how to lay landscaping, like weed barrier, how to put up edging, you know, all sorts of things about plants and gardening. And we also are teaching classes every Wednesday in the community from 6 to 7 p.m. at the Black River Beach House. And you're going to learn all sorts of different handy tips for maintaining your home, planting gardens, saving energy, all sorts of great things. Okay. And one, one more time, habitatlacrosse.org. And you go to the events page and look for the, the word renew. That's how you can find the information to volunteer, right? Absolutely, and we've got a lot of really elderly and disabled and whatnot families in those communities that have taken pride in their home for many years and are just looking for a little helping hand from their neighbors. All right, that's Kaya Fox from the Habitat for Humanity in the La Crosse area. If you guys want to volunteer, get on the website and, and sign up. Thanks, Kai. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. And we're back with La Crosse Talk PM, and Eric called in over the uh, break, so we're going to go ahead and go straight to the phone lines. But if uh, you want to weigh in on something in the area or national or whatever, go ahead and give us a buzz. A Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608-785-7914. Good evening, Eric. Are you doing okay in this heat? I'm doing okay. That's good. I had a question about your uh, GMO things. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if uh, BS heat is... Uh, chemicals that cows produce more milk. Is that a GMO? Okay, that, uh, can you say the name of that, uh, one more time? BST. I think it's BGST or something like that. Worldwide growth hormone. Something oh, like that. The growth, cows produce more milk. Okay, no, that, that, that is that not was a GMO. back then. So somebody came up and said, well, we don't know what's going to do to the, to the populace because we don't know how this is going to affect them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, that, I don't believe that's a GMO, Eric. Eric, I don't believe that's a GMO at all. Uh, that's a growth hormone, which is something totally different. Uh, GMOs are where they go in and they change up the aspect of a gene in order 
to, I mean, the, the bet, the easiest uh, way to look at this is, uh, you know, Jurassic Park. You know, uh, they changed. I understand. I understand completely. I was off base, but uh, regardless of that, they how come uh, there's a big scare about that? And all, all of a sudden, you go buy a gallon of milk and they say, "Quick trip," and I say, "Our farmers pledge us no chemicals used producing this milk because there's a scare mm-hmm. about it." It was, a, it was a big sales pitch. What it was, mm-hmm. they pledged us to it, but you don't, you don't know because you're not a chemist. Uh, one more thing, and I'll keep it short as I can. Okay. Scott Robert Shaw about the use of yard signs. During the last election, I had a yard sign that says, uh, Hillary for prison. They put your American fighter behind bars. I believe, I didn't keep it up, but I probably should have. Thanks a lot. <laughs> okay, you take care, Eric. And, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people uh, agree, will agree with you on that one. But, uh, yeah, and, you know, I can't speak uh, with any type of, uh, uh, I do not know what I'm talking about when it comes to that uh, synthetic growth hormone that was put into the milk. I do. I know very, very little about that. That's kind of out of my field. But it, I would imagine that if you uh, looked up uh, any of the stories about it and applied uh, you know, what I was just saying a couple of minutes ago. Uh, look for those uh, key words and, you know, see if they're in there. Uh, like I was saying, look for it might be, you know, believed conceivably, feasible, possibly, research shows and all that good happy uh, garbage. It might very well be that uh, you're going to see those words included in that. So, uh, no, I like I said, I can't speak on that because I do not have any... Uh, knowledge, unfortunately. So, uh, oh, but going back to uh, what we're talking about with uh, the uh, banana. Now, not long ago, and uh, meaning not long ago in the time of evolution, a few centuries, bananas were not fit for human consumption. Actually, that's not long ago, period, the end. Uh you know, at least as we know them today. They were much shorter. They were filled with seeds, and these seeds were very, very hard, which would have broken your teeth uh, if you were, you know, to try to bite into one. And they were actually more of a seed than the edible pulp. Now, they have been bred slowly to reduce the amount of seeds, in turn giving the world one of, like I was saying before, it's one of the world's most favorite fruits. And this has taken about a couple hundred years to achieve by selective breeding. Nowadays, it can be done within a generation or two of plants, thanks to gene uh, splicing. And baby boomers can attest to this, uh, because we remember bananas with seeds in them when we were young. Um, You remember back, the very center of the banana had little dark seeds in them. They were soft at that point, but yes, there were seeds. And, uh, you know, that's thanks to a GMO. Another case, uh, which is a little bit more current, is the tomato plant. Now, any regular uh, listener to the Plant Doctor Show knows that I get countless calls during the uh, growing season, and I even devote, you know, entire shows to a disease that's hitting our country right now. Actually, it's hitting the world. 
and the disease is called phytophthora, or late blight. And this is the same uh, fungal disease which caused famine that resulted in deaths of millions back in the uh, mid-1800s. And that's a little bit uh, better known as the, the Irish uh, potato famine. Now, the potato and the tomato are very closely uh, related. They're like cousins of each other. And the uh, disease does not pose a threat directly to us, but it will kill the plants which it has infected. Now, since this disease is soil-borne and throughout the country, we can't get away from it. Uh, we can utilize procedures to make the best of the situation and give our plants a good chance at, you know, the home gardening level, but it would be, you know, far too expensive to put them into effect at the industrial level. Now, without GMOs, you can kiss tomatoes and all the byproducts associated with them, like ketchup and tomato sauce, goodbye, very honestly. And the same thing with potatoes as well going to the grocery store and buying things which are supposedly GMO-free can cost you an arm and a leg. And I'm sure they've found a way to market it so they're not committing false advertising, but it's seriously a stretch because there is no food product that you can buy today that is not at least derived from GMOs. So, uh, you know, save yourself a bit of money and stop warring and start searching out those things which are labeled as GMO-free. And, you know, think about that. You know, GMOs are going to basically keep us in eating tomato sauce. How many things do we have that, you know, has tomato sauce in it? Uh, Bloody Marys, pizza, spaghetti. You know, this country eats probably more tomato sauce than Italy does. And, uh, you know, ketchup on our uh, French fries. And I hate to say it out, but out here in Wisconsin, I guess people like putting it on their hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> it, it's something that will go away if it's not for GMOs, saving the day. Okay, we've got, I believe it's Main Street Guy coming in on the phone. Let's go ahead and jump back over to the phone lines. Good evening. How are you, sir? You got that damn caller ID. Yeah, it's a wonderful now, thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm always amazed when I hear people complaining about the GMOs. And I'm like, well, take a look at how much food we produce that the rest of the world produces now mm -hmm. and what life used to be like 100 years ago. Exactly. Yeah, it used to be hard to get food for most of human history, <laughs> and now it's... It's pretty abundant, and most of that is due to GMO. Exactly. And what the, what's the difference in life expectancy from uh, back then yeah, to now? And even if even if life expectancy, you know, was like sixty instead of seventy five or whatever, mm -hmm. it, you know that the quality of your life is much better yes. because of that. So I, I think people like to be against things. And they, you know, they, the concept sounds wrong to them and against the nature. But, you know, people forget that our brains and our intellect and our technology are a part of our ecosystem, too, and the things that we create. Um, I'm, I'm all for GMO, and I think people need to relax a little bit and think about what it accomplishes for us. 
Well, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate that. And Take care, sir. You too. Have a great night. And keep cool this weekend. And uh, we've got one more caller coming in, and we're going to have to uh, go to him after we go to a short break. But we'll be right back here at 1410 WYZM, Lacrosse Talk PM, in just a minute. Go ahead and give us a call. Shoot us a text at 785-7914, the Better Hearing Talk and Text Line. And we are back, and we've got Tremplo Tom on the line, and we're going to go ahead and uh, shoot straight over to that. But if you want to weigh in on something, we've got enough time to squeeze another call or two or a text. Uh, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608-785-7914. You keeping cool up there, Tom? Yes, uh, we're doing fine. And say we're running a little short on time, but I'm going to give you a little information that I think is kind of fascinating. Uh, at, for a long time, when the sand industry first became a big issue in Trumple County, I was on the county board and I actually became chair of zoning. And we had a very good ordinance in Trumple County, and so every mine that came up agreed to follow the rules, uh, follow the extra conditions added to it. Um, I actually supported it. And we did get several sand mines in Trumple County. Mm-hmm. Every one of those mines were required to have a bond to make sure that they took good care of the land, that they followed the rules, and they uh, just a little insurance that it would also be completely reclaimed when it was done. Mm-hmm. But the people insisted on harassing this industry to the point where the regulation and rules got so extensive that finally the big industry, because the sand industry is a big industry, they decided to finagle and annex to the local communities in a very difficult but they succeeded at it, and when they did that, they convinced those local communities to take away all the regulations that were in place uh, when it was regulated by the county. Once they were annexed by these communities, they were no longer under county regulation or zoning, and so now you can see almost every week there's another issue with a problem with a sand mine in Trumpler County. In fact, that's happening all over, and the reason for that is because of people harassing this industry to the point where they just could not um, make a profit anymore. The sand industry, there's nothing wrong with it. Even the uh, Gilzo or the uh, Trumpler County Times published an article after extensive research said the only thing to worry about with the sand industry is not health, in- not health issues, but a few things that they only had to worry about worrying about it because there was nothing wrong with it. My, my main point here is that they basically insisted on regulating this industry to the point where they could no longer be profitable, and what that in turn did was they figured out a way to beat the system, and now we have problems uh, on every end of this issue. It's still a great industry, but they do have problems, and those problems uh, should have been solvable and now they have to fight it out in court. And it's all because people got freaked out because of some some sensationalized news stories about frax mining. And it's a shame. I agree with you. 
Yeah, real, real sad deal. And uh, yeah, and, and again, there's uh, there's no difference between frac sand and beach sand. It is exactly the same product. Uh, it can be hazardous, but uh, in the, the the process of actually mining and using frac sand is not hazardous at all. That the, the danger comes from industrially manipulated sand, and we don't have that in the uh, sand industry or the mining or the using of frac sand. So, all right, got a great program, Mike. Uh, right. Thanks for letting me talk. You have a great evening. And <clears throat> on a quick uh, other note, but a very similar one, too, I guess we're not going to get to the bees uh, this evening, but uh, bee decline. Listen to the Plant Doctor show. Maybe we'll cover it tomorrow. But uh, all those things that are labeled for all you health freaks that are out there, uh, they all these things that are labeled organic or natural, I hate to burst your bubble, but a lot of the chemicals on my spray truck that I kill things with are technically organic. Uh, <laughs> the dictionary definition of organic is something which is carbon-based. So Roundup is technically organic by that definition. So is gasoline and crude oil. Just because organic does not mean it's safe either. Other things that fall into the organic heading would be arsenic, cyanide, burning metals, and poison ivy. Uh, some of the uh, strongest uh, you know, insecticides out there. Uh, rhodotone is organic. So... Uh, don't pay any attention to that. Don't waste your money on that type of stuff either. 